Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Asha Daya. She's the founder of Girl Talk Headquarters, a TEDx speaker, author of Today's Wonder Woman, and she's developing a series on repo rights. Asha, thanks for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. So what I love is that I always have a chance to talk to our guests prior and we were like talking so much, like, oh yeah, we're gonna get this. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that just shows that you have such passion and enthusiasm for what you talk about. So tell us what's the thing that you are most passionate talking about. I don't know if I can nail it down to one, but I can encapsulate my passion in a couple of sentences. I'm really passionate about helping especially women and girls share their voice and put their story out into the world. I really believe that story is powerful. It's what makes you unique. And it's also what makes us leaders in our lives, in our families, in our communities. So that's essentially how Girl Talk HQ was started. And my own personal story of going through struggles and triumphs and, and um, difficulties, you know, it's, it, that's what led to creating Girl Talk HQ and then eventually led to writing this book and uh, putting together the stories of 50 everyday women from around the world who are doing exactly that, inspiring and empowering people in their own communities. Because I feel like superheroes are not just for the screen, they're for our surroundings and, and also our everyday lives. Yeah, I want to stress that because the, the woman that ended up keeping Anne Frank's diary way back during World War II, she was, she was just, she said ordinary woman and, and people kept mm. saying, and heaping praise on her, she's like, she's a hero, 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 hero. And she pretty much said, she's like, look, I don't want to be a hero. I saw something that was this powerful story and I chose to share that because she says, if, if I was supposed to be a hero, then no one would ever do it. So I love mm. the fact that you talk about these everyday heroes. So I'd love for you to kind of share some of these heroes with our audience today. Yeah, absolutely. So there's a woman named Amali D. Alwis. She is from the UK. She is the CEO of an organization called Code First Girls. Um, they help to fill the tech gender gap in the UK, uh, specifically with uh, minority uh, girls as well. And they're actually teaching more girls to code in the UK than any British university. So that's pretty awesome. Uh, but they're working with British universities. They're not, you know, in competition because <coughs> their mission is kind of similar to what they're doing. There is a woman named Anna Flores. She's based in Los Angeles. She is the founder of an organization called We All Grow Latina. She's also the founder of the We All Grow Latina Summit. Uh, the organization is the largest group of digital influencers, digital Latina influencers in the United States. And Forbes called the We All Grow Summit one of the summit that every, one of the top 12 summits that every creative in the United States should attend. And another woman is Catherine Schreiber. She's based between New York and London. She's a Broadway producer. She's the only woman to win the Broadway Global Producer of the Year Award. She actually started her Broadway producing career at the age of 50. Before that, she did a number of other things, including acting. But she decided at a point when, you know, most people tend to brush off women and, and render them invisible in the background of, you know, the main stories of other people. She decided, I'm going to make a change. I want to invest in Broadway plays. I want to produce them. And now she's won two Tony Awards, been nominated for a number of others. And um, yeah, she's just so inspiring and very passionate about her craft. So this is just a snippet of some of the stories that you can read. There are 50 altogether and they're from all over the world, all different ages, backgrounds. So there's something in there for everyone. 
Well, that's phenomenal. I mean, the book is called Today's Wonder Woman. How did you go about the process of finding these women and how many people actually did you have to go through to, 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 to read about? Yeah, so the, the full title was Today's Wonder Women, Everyday Superheroes Who Are Changing the World. And it was actually based on a blog series I started on Girl Talk HQ back in 2018. So Girl Talk HQ is, has primarily been about women's stories and voices, but over the past four or five years, I'd say, I've really been focusing on profiles, essays, and interviews with women who are doing groundbreaking, barrier-breaking stuff. So some of the women in the book I had already previously spoken to or interviewed or featured, and then I basically put a call out saying, hey, I'm doing a new blog series. I really want to profile women. You know, I was kind of tapping into the uh, social and cultural momentum that was focusing on women and leadership, women rising up to political uh, you know, running for office in, in 2018, especially, and I wanted to do my part. And so I put a call out there. I had publicists reach out to me. I had individuals, I had organizations saying, hey, you should interview our CEO. She's a badass. Hey, I've done this thing in my community. Would you be willing to feature it? And honestly, I would say about 98% of the submissions I got, I was like, yes, 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 yes. And um, I ended up having too many stories for the book. I was <laughs> That's what contracted. I'm saying. <laughs> exactly. I, had, I was contracted to a certain word count with my publisher. So I'm hoping I can do a volume two at some point. No, that's great. Again, it's like all of us need inspiration. We need to see examples that, yeah. that ultimately we can aspire to be. Like I said, I mean, growing up for me, I mean, I didn't always see a lot of people that were Asian. And, and so now just seeing, let's say, Andrew Yang is a former presidential candidate. That alone mm -hmm. is like the first, like, potentially viable candidate that we had now he's no longer but like i'm just saying like all of us need to see ourselves perhaps to believe it because unfortunately just because people say that it's something doesn't mean we believe it so i commend the applaud and find it very inspiring to know that you have this book out there for not just women but, but for all people you know yeah absolutely and i love what you touched on there about you know if you can if she can be it she can see it that's something that the gina davis institute often talks about and it's it's, it's funny you mentioned andrew yang because now a lot of people are saying hmm, maybe he was right about that universal basic income <laughs> I know, right? but you know for me as a, as a young indian woman growing up in australia and england and you know i i craved seeing stories that re reflected my reality um you know as someone who's kind of straddling both worlds the very everyone kind of knows australia as this white surfer culture but that wasn't my reality i was you know i was a very different cultural background so i really want to to make the stories in this book as diverse as possible. And, and I share some of my personal story, you know, growing up with my Indian family, living in Australia, and then also going through a divorce at the age of 29 and being part of a very, a very, very conservative evangelical community and leaving that and all the things that I'd learned about myself as a woman, as a leader, um, in the process of creating this book and this blog. So there's definitely more room in the world for people to create representation and, and to be as diverse and inclusive as possible. That's, that's always part, the, a core part of the work that I do. No, that's great. And again, the very essence of this podcast, as I said to you earlier, the reason why it's called the gifters podcast, because I truly believe everyone has a story and that story is a gift to the world. And if we all saw that and, and realized that it's great, you know, so of course the people in your, in your book are inspiring, but as you said, it's everyday superheroes for those who are listening. It's just so important to have different role models. I mean, one person that I super admire, her name is Diana Nyad. I don't know if oh, you know her. Oh, I love her. Yes. Yeah. Swimmer. So, so Swimmer, who after her fifth attempt in mm -hmm. 30 years, she swam the only one in the world to swim from Cuba to Key West. 
took her 111 miles, 54 hours. She did it when she was 64. So it's a kind of yeah. what you're saying where, you know, she didn't have to do it. And she maybe isn't the everyday woman, but she has these everyday qualities. She's so humble. I've met her before. She's, she's super nice, actually. But it just reminds us all that it doesn't matter how old you are. You're talking about that woman earlier, like mm -hmm. she's 50, but it's like whether you're, you're too young, too short, too tall, whatever yep. ethnicity or color. But I, I, I admire the fact that you're, as what Gandhi once said, we must be the change we to see in the world, right? So if you want to see more stories that are colorful, but you're going to create it yourself. So that's, that's great. So tell us about your, your history of um, you know, journalism and writing, because it's, it seems like it's a great fit because as an entrepreneur, you really have to be able to share a story. And so was that something that you had as a passion at growing up as a kid? Yeah, it's interesting. I never thought of myself as someone who was passionate about story, but I was living it in my reality as an uh, in a daughter of an immigrant family living in a predominantly white culture uh, at the time in Australia, although it is very multicultural. Uh, I, you know, I, I'd always had aspirations of moving to Hollywood, of working in media and TV. So I've got a, a really, um, I've, I've been working as a host and producer for almost uh, 18 years now, writing. I've done every job in TV you can think of. I've been an assistant, I've been a driver, I've been a writer, I've been a researcher, I've done everything. But primarily I've been hosting and creating content and producing my own content because I've, I've just, I, you know, I feel like I've always got something to say and um, I've got a strong background in entertainment reporting and kids TV. And then that kind of was my, I call that my quote unquote university training uh, in the real world in my career. And so that gave me a great foundation of knowing how to speak, knowing how to lead and interviewing people and putting stories together. Uh, but then in my late twenties, when I was going through a divorce, when I was kind of reevaluating everything in my life, who I wanted to be, what I wanted to do, that's when I thought, okay, I can start from scratch. I don't have to do entertainment reporting. I wasn't passionate about it anymore. So I kind of figured out that I really wanted to hear more stories of women like myself who were going through really difficult things and who were supporting other women and supporting each other and putting their vulnerabilities and their fears and their flaws out into the world and knowing that that's what makes them powerful. And that's what also makes them a leader. Um, so I guess I accidentally became an entrepreneur and a storyteller <laughs> just because of the circumstances and, and also my background training in media, but I'm thankful for all of it because it's, it's definitely helped me um, get to where I am today. Well, it's funny because I, I wrote this book on networking and I talk about if you want to build the confidence to network with anyone in the world, you have to be able to have confidence. And one of the best ways to build confidence is to take an acting class or public speaking class. Because again, uh -huh. actors, you're supposed to turn it on and off, but it's whether you do it for a living or not, everyone needs to act the role. You have to play the role to get to the goal, you know? So whether you realize yes. or not or accept it or not, you literally built up all these skill sets. And then now you're at this juncture of your life. But again, you've already built all the skill sets. So now you're already there. So our listeners, hopefully you are inspired by Asha's story as much as I have been. And please stay in touch with her. How can our guests stay in touch with you, Asha? Yeah, so you can check out the book at todayswonderwomenbook.com. You can look me up, ashadaya.com. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at ashadaya. It's just A-S-H-A-D-A-H-Y-A. Check out girltalkhq.com. If you have a story, I would love to hear it. I'm always, uh, I always love getting emails from people who are like, oh, I heard you on a podcast. I saw this, I saw you interview this person. I've got a story to share. So yeah, please reach out to me and I would love to hear from you. Awesome. Thank you so much. Have a great day, Asha. Bye.